Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone, John Paul here. Um, the hardest part of any business has to be staff. It has to be recruiting. It has to be keeping your staff, keeping them motivated and getting them to perform at their optimum performance level. The hardest thing for us has been recruitment. Um, that could be because of the area of the, the northeast we're in, the area of the UK. It could be because of the industry we're in um, for various factors and various reasons. But the, the, the problem we've had is that we get a lot of CVs. We get a lot of CVs that are not really industry appropriate. Um, they don't share the same values as us. So, for instance, we've just put on um, a job on Indeed, um, a job uh, a sort of advertising site. And we must have had 75, 80 CVs in a matter of a week. And literally out of 75, 75 were rubbish. Um, and that's probably a reflection on the way that people can claim benefits or claim job seekers allowance where they've just got to put in for job after job after job after job after job. However, that's a separate conversation altogether. The thing for us is we're not getting enough quality CVs. When we do get quality CVs, it tends to be either when we're not looking for a job, we're not recruiting for somebody, um, or we've just that second recruited and say, oh, damn, we've already offered the job to somebody. So the title of this podcast is Always Be Recruiting. And it was one of the best pieces of advice I received about five years ago, in that whether you need to recruit or not, always have your job adverts out there. And don't just put an advert out there and if the perfect CV comes across as and when in the future, then you, you, you start looking and you, you start um, contacting those people. What it means is always have the same level of focus on recruiting 24-7-365, whether you need that person or you don't. And there's a couple of reasons I want to talk about. The first is you don't know when you will need to recruit. So, for instance, we've had probably in the last two months the worst set of people putting the notice in since we started business. Five people put the notices in for five completely separate, unrelated answers. We had uh, pregnancy. We had wanting to get out of the industry. We had moving back down south. Um, we did have uh, one person put the notice in before they were pushed. I grant you that. And another person wasn't performing. Um, and they put the notice in. But five people, and I think it was six weeks, put the notice in. Now, we've replaced all of them. And I think the majority of that was largely down to our always be recruiting policy. And that we had a bank of CVs. We had a bank of adverts out on Indeed and Monster Jobs and CV Library. And we were talking to recruitment companies. And, and our Facebook page is always promoting it. So when they put the notice in, it was a real testament to the, to the policy of always be recruiting. Because if we, if we weren't recruiting, we had to start from afresh. I sincerely think that we'd have been in a little bit of trouble here. Um, we certainly wouldn't have been able to fill them as quick as what we, what we have done. So by always being recruiting, you're always on the front foot. It's not going to be easy. I'm not going to say just because you're always going to be recruiting, your little rock stars always around the corner, or you've got several CVs, perfect ideal candidates just waiting there, waiting for your call. But you are in a much, much better position to recruit the right person to fill that gap as and when necessary. So by always having it there, you always you always got that, that gap covered. And um, something else it always does is it puts your current staff on a high alert. 
Now, you don't have to say anything. You don't have to explain why you're always recruiting. But by always recruiting, it shows them that you're not sitting back on your laurels. So again, with our staff, we employ 50 staff. So it's quite evident um, that we've got quite a large workforce, especially for an estate agent. And, uh, you know, rumblings have happened. Oh, why the recruiter? They're looking to replace. Well, actual fact, if you don't perform, yes, we are looking to replace. So again, apart from you've got that bank of CVs, I think it really puts your current staff on a little bit of high alert and says to them, look, guys, don't rest on your laurels. You're not irreplaceable. We can and will replace you if you do not perform or, you know, we need to part ways. So I've got six things I want to talk about when you always recruit. So the first thing is always have two, possibly three, even more if you're a large, large organisation, adverts on the various job sites. Always have them on there. So you don't have to pay for them. We've got a couple on Indeed. Now that we've recruited, um, we don't we don't have the paid for version. So again, I think you can boost it You can for about five quid a day and that gets you out there and also allows you to search for CVs and it just gives you that little bit more um, searchability. So we've got just three, I think three adverts at the minute. We've got one for a manager. We've got one for... Um, sales negotiator and one for lens negotiator. And they're just always out there. And my MD, Adele, who I speak about all the time, she'll just check in two or three times a week, search for the candidates, reject, yes, maybe. Um, and we'll, we'll build up that bank of CVs. We always, always, the second thing is we always filter those CVs. So the reason we always filter it is because we, what we don't want to do is come back in three or four weeks' time. We've got 100 CVs and Adele's wasting two hours of her life filtering through them to find out that only one's half decent. So by doing little and often, little and often, which is the same as everything in business, don't leave it at the last minute, don't, you know, bank it all up and then do it, do it little and often. So by Adele doing it two or three times a week, just 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, filtering through the CVs, um, it really is quite an easy thing. Adele's been on holiday for a week and I've, I've chosen to take over that part. And it is, it's quite enjoyable actually seeing seeing who's out on the market, who's come from other agencies, what other agents clearly are not doing great because you've got two or three CVs from the same one one branch looking to uh, looking to leave. But by doing it, you do build up that bank. You know who's actually on the, on the market looking. The third thing is contact them, phone them up, email them, try and get that telephone interview, and always always speak to the candidates. The point is, why we do this is we're building up that emotional connection, that emotional bond. Effectively, we're interviewing them. We're doing through the, the same process, albeit via telephone. The fourth point, I'm going to go back to the third point, but the fourth point is very relevant, is we're honest with them as well. So what we say to them is that, listen, that vacancy's filled. However, I'd really love just to take 10 minutes of your time just to get to know you, just to ask, ask about you. We're always expanding. We're looking for new opportunities to see if you would be a perfect fit for something in the future should it come up. We've never had anyone say, do you know what, if that job's filled, I don't want to speak to you. Maybe they're being polite, but maybe they are genuinely interested because if they've applied for a job with us, the, the, the good people, the good candidates will have done their bit of background checking on us or they will have heard of us or they'll have spoke to somebody who works for us or somebody who knows us. So the fact they want to say, yeah, yeah, I've got 10 minutes, yep, yeah, I know there's no job, but I'm still willing to speak to you, actually does speak volumes that they are a, a decent candidate and somebody that potentially, potentially we might want to recruit and work with later on. But by being honest, there's no, oh, you lie to me, we're just being up front with them. But we just give them the normal interview, normal chat with them, find out about their values, find out about what they're looking for, a bit about them, what gets them up on the morning, what drives them just as normal. 
Fifth thing is always follow up. So you might have that interview. You might do another three or four interviews. Go back. It's Sometimes it's not possible. I mean, those 75 candidates that we rejected, we cannot possibly go back and say, you know, we, we rejected you because you were this, this, and this. It's not, it's not physically possible. We don't have a full-time recruitment department. But what we can do is we can filter down to the last, say, two or three, and we can give a two, three, four-minute feed, uh, feedback phone call to those three or four candidates. It is, again, it's building up that bond of trust. It's building up that emotional connection we have with that person. And guess what? When we do have a job, a recruitment need, some point in the future, they're going to be the first port of call. It's not going to be fresh start, a cold call. We've already got that 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 connection. He, you know, hiya, Sarah, how was the kids? And, oh, did you go on holiday? What was it like? Or, oh, you went to the football on the weekend, Fred, didn't you? Oh, great, good match, wasn't it? You've got that connection straight away. I'm pleased to say, Fred, we've got a job opening and we'd love you to come in for a more formal interview. When's good for you? The more likely to say yes. So follow up and always give feedback. And the last thing is stay in touch. Again, we might have a four, five, six month period of process where we don't have that recruitment need. But there's nothing wrong with sending a 20, 30 second email saying, hi, Fred, great to talk to you a couple of months ago. Just to let you know, we still haven't got any recruitment needs. But you're still top of my list, you don't think um, come up, or oh, everything's going well, all the best job. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing. So it takes 20, 30 seconds out of your day, probably once every five, six, seven weeks. Um, but yet again, it's just keeping that lead warm. Effectively, it's prospecting. You do this in your prospecting strategies and your prospecting um, modules in, in your business, where you will stay in contact with that potential lead, a vendor or a landlord or a sales lead or whatever industry you're in. You'll do that. So why not do that recruitment? It's Again, it's all about structure. It's all about consistency. And it's all about having a plan and sticking to it. But honestly, guys, I promise you, if you do this, your recruitment worries will not disappear. I'm not going to offer it as a magic magic pill, a little blue or red pill that you can that you can take and they all, all your headaches go away. But do this on a regular basis and you will find that recruitment policy will get a lot easier. Hope you've enjoyed those little tips on recruitment and see you next time on Leadership Revealed.